In 2021, the Acorn Project in Kilkenny received funding from the Woodland Support Project to run workshops that highlighted the benefits of woodland by focusing on community engagement projects and general wellness. This programme highlights the work they've achieved to date in rolling out this specific project. Anybody who gets out in nature, when they're out in it, they really value it and appreciate it and feel the benefits and the well-being. So I think that's something that, like, individuals will agree on, you know, that nature is something that we want to restore and... um, Then it's kind of about then starting to ask some questions in how that can translate into our our systems, you know, our systems for food and our systems for business and economy and how we can bring nature in into those systems and be part of it or how we can design those systems to help nature instead of maybe um, destroying nature and damaging nature. This is Maura Brennan, who runs the Acorn Project, which works with communities along the River Nore, from Durrow to Inishdeeg, with the aim of getting people out in nature, foraging, collecting seeds and planting seeds, with the overall objective to restore our native woodlands. It's really one oak, one acorn at a time, isn't it, Maura? Yeah, that's, that's your yeah it is. Yeah, acorn by acorn. <laughs> yeah, restoring our, our woodlands acorn by acorn. The Acorn Project began as a, an idea um, after like a visit to Scotland and imagining what our ancient woodlands would have looked like. And then just realising maybe when I was doing a project as a green schools project with the school that I teach in in Kells National School, we came up with this idea that while as a school we couldn't plant a forest, we could certainly plant a tree nursery. So we set about doing that and we were collecting seeds um, at the time from all over Ireland and uh, planting acorns really because acorns I suppose are a great um, seed to begin with because they'll grow in spite of you so you don't need much training or knowledge or know-how. However the processing of some tree seeds do require a bit of know-how and the Acorn Project recently ran a workshop with Irish seed savers to train people as seed savers in their community. So today that's what I really want to introduce you, is, introduce you to you is the seed sourcing that's really the most important thing you can take away today and we'll do a bit of seed processing we'll collect some seeds as well we'll do a bit of seed processing the basics of the, how to extract how to scarify hawthorn and blackthorn um, but it's the same principles for anything gelder rose rowan they're all similar um, same process so we'll get to do a bit of that as well this is Jeremy Turkington orchard manager at Irish Seed Savers who's taking the group through their paces Quite a bit of blackthorn in these hedges as well. So blackthorn, I said, yeah. yeah, I said today that we learn how to process that and, and the blackthorn. And it's the same process for rowan. If you want to roll yeah, berries, have yeah, a lot of berries yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do rowan as well. Yeah. It's interesting to look. It's, very, it's a much finer seed. Okay. So you just have to be a bit more careful when you're doing the extraction. One of the things that we really want to achieve through our project with Irish Seed Savers is that we create a community of skilled people so that there is like a team of people um, who can save seed and that we will then have that seed as a resource. So through the training events, oh, like I think our next one now next week, I'm really excited about it's um, we're going to be processing crab apple seeds. So we've been 
collecting crab apples um, back in autumn, like from heritage hedgerows across Kilkenny. And then when those saplings are mature, we then will have like trees that are ready to go into the land. And so we'd be hoping to start working with landowners and farmers who would like to find ways to integrate trees and more biodiversity and hedgerows into their farming. What I'm really fascinated by, whether it's um, wildflower seeds or whether it's trees, seeds are all very unique and different and they find a way of, they have so many different ways of dispersing and they all look so different and there are different ways to process seeds and some seeds are more straightforward or look low maintenance than others like the rowanberry will need to pass through the the digestive tract of a bird before it it will germinate you know so we can mimic this process by stratifying the seed but i suppose it's just maybe around sharing that information and irish seed savers they're really holding a lot of that information for us collectively and um, are just really willing to share those skills and it's to kind of demystify those processes. I'm really interested in kind of training in action where we're out there saving seed and learning how to do it by doing it. We have maybe 30 people across the county who come out saving seed with us so really the idea was to maybe just upscale and so that we can be more efficient and and diversify because we had been saving acorns so now i guess we're we're saving like all of our native seeds as well so In the Millennium Park in Freshford, the fruits of the Acorn Project's labour are beginning to manifest in the form of oak saplings peeping out from a large wooden box. It's like this idea of creating living seed banks in our urban spaces or our disused spaces because you can see this box is about like two metres by one metre so it doesn't take up an awful lot of space, you know, so you can basically just have it in a in a temporary spot until the trees are mature enough and the boxes themselves are made by the recovery project in Kilkenny which is a supported art community project and um, they have a workshop there so they've been making these boxes and you can see this really lovely beautiful artwork that they've done on them burning all the acorns into the boxes so if you're yeah you might spot one of these around and Freshford Tidy Towns have also been taking part in some of our uh, training initiatives that are part of the Woodland Support Project as well. So we've had, just as you can see down over there, we've put in a leaf moulding pilot project where we had a training day with Waste Down who are a really innovative project from West Cork and they were just sharing their training with us. Leaf mould is not mould in the green-white growth seen on oranges, for example. Leaf mould is a lovely, rich, dark-coloured compost. Donal O'Leary runs waste down and he trains people in how to make compost and he makes and sells compost too. Towards the end of last year, Donal, through the Acorn Project, facilitated a leaf mould-making workshop in Freshford and Durrow. 
So what we have here is we can see that uh, the community has brought a lot of bags of leaves uh, freshly gathered. We have set up um, an enclosure with um, fence posts and, and wire. So that's good for... We can put the leaves into those and, and the wire enclosure will stop the leaves from blowing away until such time as they begin to break down. I mean, in six months' time, that enclosure wouldn't even be needed anymore because the leaves will be quite quite semi-composted and they stay in place. But in the beginning, it's good to enclose them and it makes the whole thing look neat as well. So what we'll be doing today is just talking about composting in general for a bit and then about... Um, why to make leaf mould, how to make leaf mould, the benefits of leaf mould and different ways. I mean, what we're doing here is quite large scale, but some people might just have a couple of bags of leaves at home and how you can do it in a very small scale as well. Mm-hmm. Just just trying to give the composting process the, um, the conditions that it needs, which is moisture, food, air and water, basically. Moisture, oxygen and and the, in this case, the, the food for the, the composting organisms is purely leaves. Yeah. leaves are so important for wildlife like i would always urge people don't gather up all the leaves you know don't don't be obsessed with making the place tidy because leaves are such an important resource for wildlife for for food for camouflage for for um habitat and hibernation areas during the winter but when people are gathering their leaves you know in places that they must be gathered for safety or for cleanliness or whatever or for cleaning out the drains then making leaf mold is, is a very easy way of making a really nice compost from them yeah. it's not a very high nutrient compost which makes it very good for some things like um, propagating seeds of any kind or using it in a potting mix and the texture of leaf mould makes it really good for plants as well it's very fluffy very friable and it's it's really good for plants to be able to produce roots they, they can they can really root well in a medium like that it's slightly acidic just be, from the nature of it it goes through a fungal process that's a bit technical now some some composting processes are more bacterially dominated some are more fungal and the more fungally dominated ones are tend to be slightly acidic so for uh, kind of lime loving plants you might need to add a bit of lime but otherwise it's absolutely fine it's, it's really good as well it, it, it helps to retain moisture so it's really good for example in polytunnels where drying out of the soil can be a problem you can see here the leaf mould that we've got in this tree nursery box here and it's kind of that idea of circular economy where they're taking things that would otherwise become waste and re redistributing it back into that cycle. Um, yeah, so we've created a leaf mould station here from the leaves that we collected from the car park. Um, we've left the leaves, all the leaves here that are naturally falling on the floor in the park but gathered the ones from that would be just taken away maybe by the council or swept up and we've created a leaf mould bay so in about two years what we will have is just the same as what we've got here in this box this really lovely great quality leaf mould. Making leaf mould and gathering seeds and foraging are all ways through which the Acorn Project works to facilitate a deeper connection with nature. Forest school is another means of exploring nature in the woods with young children. So forest school, it's lots of things, but it's basically bringing children out into nature for play-based experiential experiences. And I suppose maybe like a generation ago, it was much easier to be outdoors and to access wild space and 
you know you might leave your house in the morning and be outside for the day but I guess in modern living uh, children don't necessarily have that access to outdoor play and being being out in nature so in forest school we're learning how to use tools we're cooking on the fire we're learning about plants we're learning about the other than human world and all the different mammals and animals and first and foremost it's just such a benefit to the children you know and to their growth but really in them building a relationship with nature early on they are becoming nature guardians from an earlier age and looking at a different type of relationship with with nature so they're just learning like how to id trees and what we might have used those woods for in the past and we like teach a lot about our culture through learning old skills so it could be anything from how to create fiber from nettles and make some string or you could be using like hazel to build poles with um like our teenage group this year built a yurt from poles so that was really exciting so they're really just learning traditional skills and it's kind of trying to reawaken and re-enliven those skills so that they're living um sometimes we only see the human and how nature can benefit humans where it's really looking at the story a little bit differently in terms of how actually we're just one part of that and how we can work with nature and like I think in older generations our ancestors had a more balanced relationship with nature and even like sometimes when I look at like some of the old rituals and um old kind of little traditions that people had like maybe if that was leaving butter out on on you know the eve of Beautina or something like that um they'd leave butter out for the fairies or something but they were making an offering to nature so there was this acknowledgement that we were in relationship with nature and that it didn't belong to us rise land from slumber rise land from slumber create us from nothing The development of environmental awareness can be achieved by seeking to understand ourselves through nature. And art is a wonderful means through which we can establish connection to nature. Waking the Seeds harnesses art and the woods together in one workshop and is currently being run by the Acorn Project. One of the projects we're working on at the moment, it's called Waking the Seeds. So we have a community of 17 people who are taking part in a six-month creative project, which is a collaboration with artist Rachel Burke. And part of it is they're getting out into the woods with the Acorn Project and having five nature immersion days and we'll be doing some foraging traditional skills nature connection practices forest therapy a real mixture of it and um and just sharing stories and our connection to nature and um then the other aspect of it will be um a creative response to that for artist and co-facilitator rachel burke Waking the Seeds project continues with a theme that she explored last year as part of her custodians project, where she worked with farmers in her local area, painting aspects of their farm that they would like to see interpreted through her art. Some wanted paintings of olden times and some wanted their farmyards, some wanted the dwelling house. It ended up being quite a diverse uh, exhibition. And through that project, it was kind of like I wanted people to see through the paintings that 
we are just custodians for a time, you know, like you are going to hand it over to somebody. So it is temporary. So it's kind of like to mind it and harness the beauty of the place. And that even um, through looking back and getting the farmers to look back on even where they got the land in the first place or even to look forward to see where it was going that like you know they uh, it made them reflect on them as a person and um, minding the place environmentally as part of the project then I spent 19 hours up in the local school in Freshford and then I brought my paintings up there and they had to respond to my work so I got them to use carbon paper to draw out their home place or a place of uh, nature that they liked so they used a burrow on the top and they used the carbon paper and it would print true so I wanted them to um, draw and make mistakes and know that the mistake was going to go through onto the other page and they can't actually use a rubber to uh, they just had to work through their mistakes so it's nearly like the imprint we make on the land is always going to be there but you can actually work through it and uh, hopefully work through the mistakes and uh, change it in that way so so like it's kind of like um even in your own life you can't go back and just rub out um, something you said or you did you just have to um, deal with what you have put down there the Waking the Sea project then it, uh, it kind of did develop out of that and that, um, I did meet Maura at, at the exhibition and that uh, she loved the community engagement part and that we're both bringing our strengths to the table like you know I would be bringing my creative facilitation and then um, Maura is going to bring us on a journey in nature where we would actually explore nature through rituals and through being and sitting in nature and through opening our eyes and listening uh, to uh, nature and responding to that and all the work in the Butler Gallery is going to respond to the woods. Um, uh, start doing your studies of nature, or you can work from uh, stuff that you brought in. Like, or the, if you didn't hear that, like, or maybe even the things you did to share this morning from your childhood. Yeah. The Acorn Project has four themes connection, community, collaboration, and celebration. So I think it's really building individuals' connections to nature through learning new skills and then from that bringing groups of people together to build community and from those communities and those connections you kind of have this shared story that we then go on to collaborate on something with and when you've kind of established that community you're in this strong place to maybe collaborate on projects and finding all those different um, synergies and, and bringing them together taking the time to give the small things attention and um, starting small because we can all kind of do small actions and um, taking care of our what's what's on our doorstep here's an interesting fact about trees the national tree of the republic of ireland is the sessile oak and it was declared as such in 1990 by the then taoiseach charles hahi 
Oak woodland was the most common vegetation in Ireland before humans got their hands on the land. Trees from seed to sawdust is funded by the Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine as part of the Woodland Support Project.